What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel. In the previous episode, we spoke specifically about the relationships that people cultivate with their children, both their young children and their adult children as well, and the ramifications for that. But in this episode, I want to talk about relationships as it pertains to work, friendships, and romance. There's one thing that is always going to be consistent about the relationships in our lives. They are the result of the actions and the words taken and used by the people involved in those relationships. There's, you know, whether you, you can try to blame it on outsiders. Some people say sometimes, well, outsiders cause wreak havoc or whatever else. But yeah, that's true. They can try to, but how did you respond to it? See, that's where the responsibility comes back to the people participating in the relationship or in the friendship. Um, it's because you, you have to decide how you're going to react to it. How much credence are you going to give it? Let's go ahead and use a couple of examples. So let's imagine that you've got um, these these two people that are uh, friends. And, you know, they've been friends for a while. And then somebody decides to come and say, um, hey, um, your friend is insulting you behind your back. And they're saying these negative things about you behind your back. Now, some people, you know, I feel like, when we, when we have less maturity, um, are more quick to believe the person who's coming with the, neg- the negative information. But if you choose to have the habit where you first look and reflect on the relationship and the history of that relationship, you know, um, your friend, has your friend ever done this type of thing in the past? Um, were they this type of negative person this or is this the first time that you've ever heard anything about your friend saying negative things about you if this is the first time then maybe consider that the person is lying to you right and this goes for any type of relationship this goes for work relationships this goes for romantic relationships if you're all of a sudden hearing a person give negative information that goes against your history with this person you really need to be willing to consider that the person might be lying or let's give them the benefit of the doubt maybe they're not lying maybe they misunderstood right for example i know i have a couple of friends of mine that we we jokingly will say things like that heifer or something like that right uh when talking about each other we do not mean anything negative when we say that right now, if an outsider heard me saying, let me tell you what that heifer did, and then I proceed to tell a story about something that my friend or coworker did, um, the outsider might be like, ooh, she talking mess, but it's not mess, you see? So maybe the outsider just misunderstood, I don't know. But if you have a habit of just immediately knee-jerk reacting and being like, you know, on guard and on edge, and allowing them to disrupt your connection, yes, your relationship is going to suffer. So that's what I mean about it's your personal choices, the things that you choose to do, the things that you choose to say, and, and vice versa for the person in your life. You know, how are they choosing to engage and interact with you in relationship? Um, also, what kind of ways are you building intimacy? Now, when we think about intimacy, we typically only think about it in romantic terms, right? the loving touches, sexual things, whatever else. Intimacy is not just sex, though. 
Um, intimacy is a feeling of comfort and warmth and connection. The more intimate you are with someone, the more likely you are to share um, the softer side of you, the more um, unguarded side of you, right? Now, at regular average levels of intimacy when it comes to like work relationships and friendship relationships, um, you're able to relax and joke and enjoy each other's company. And see, that doesn't really require a deep vulnerability. It just means that you're willing to be comfortable and open around each other in a way that allows you to have camaraderie developed, right? So intimacy is important. So what do you do to develop those connections? Now, you don't have to be actively involved in this. This is just something just to think about. Like, you don't have to be like, ooh, I have to be serious about my connections out here in these streets. No, you don't. You really don't. You just, you know, if you're worried about a connection you have with someone, this is this, that's whenever I would suggest kind of analyzing it. Um, if your connection with, with your friend or romantic partner or, you know, work person that you're cool with, um, if it's going fine, you're probably doing everything just fine. Don't worry about it. Keep it moving. But if you have some concerns, that's when I suggest, like, looking into it, you know. Um, how do you treat each other when you have a bad day? That's important, right? Um, how consistently honest are you? Like, if a work deadline is going to be missed, um, did you preemptively tell your coworker before the drama happened or did you wait until it exploded in their face you see what I'm saying that's a lack of trust there you're establishing a situation where that person can't trust you and that goes for romantic relationships as well as friendship relationships um, if you are open and honest ahead of time ain't no bullshit gonna happen I think a lot of people are like I want you to be more open and they imagine it being like open about emotions that's not necessarily what it means. Um, you don't have to be like, I feel this great lack of empathy. No, that's that bullshit. That's not called open and honest. But if you come forward and say, look, I'm just not comfortable right now. I just need some time to myself. That's open and honest. Even if you don't say I'm not comfortable, maybe you just say, look, I just really need some time to myself right now. I'm going to talk to you later, okay? Like, that's open and honest, but you need to say it at the beginning of it when you first feel like you need the space. You don't want to wait until you're so aggravated, you're about to bite people's heads off because then you're going to deliver it the wrong way. You see what I'm saying? That's what I mean about open and honest, you know, communication. It's just about being forthright. Um, if, if you're honest about, hey, like, this is what I have going on this weekend, what you got going on, and y'all are keeping that line of communication open, that's what I mean. What are you working on? What am I working on? How can we help each other? You know, and this goes across the board. Like I said, these types of things are tried and true ways of keeping communication open and honest and consistent, whether it be friendship, romantic, or work-related. Just keeping those communication lines open in a relaxed way. No judgmental tones, no attitude tones. And then when something out of the ordinary comes up, that you don't come at each other with judgment and attitude in your voice, right? You come to each other with comfort and and seeing each other as allies. See, that's that word I want y'all to keep in the back of your mind. Allies. You need to have an alliance with your partner. 
This shouldn't be something that is easily disrupted by other people, okay? That's where when those outsiders come in and they start causing you drama and y'all want to say, oh, well, the outsiders did it. That's when I'm like, no, sweetheart, no, the outsiders didn't do that. You need to be able to have open, honest, and consistent communication so that when you do communicate, there's no attitude, there's no bitterness. You guys are just open and you're like, look, you know, so-and-so is saying such and such things. This is not true to your character. Let's just talk about it. This is not something that you usually do. Let's just talk about it. Um, and just address it. But do it without accusation. Keep the accusation out of your voice. I know, like, a lot of the time when people are dating, like, when they're, like, 18 to 21, we so quickly are so readily ready to just snap on people because we're so afraid of getting got. We're so afraid of being fooled or tricked. Let me explain something to you. If somebody messes over you, this is funny because this sounds like a Gary Vee video that I watched recently, but this goes for romance as well as business. That's why I'm mentioning this is about relationships. If somebody is stupid enough to mess over you, that's their loss. And you can just let them know that. Just be like, look, you know, I was good people. You know, I was here for you. I was consistent, but you want to be a fool. So I'm going to let you be a fool and I'm going to go do me. That's the kind of communication that you have to have. That's the kind of self-respect that you have to have. And just keep it moving because if they're going to if they gonna mistreat you, then let them do and let them be. Let them go. Let it flow. You feel me? Because if you're constantly on guard like, ooh, I got to catch you. Ooh, I got to catch you slipping before somebody else comes and tells me because it's going to be a hurt to my ego. No, it's not. You ain't did nothing wrong. You're not stupid. For somebody mistreating you or doing something wrong behind your back. You're only stupid if you allow it to continue. You feel me? So the first time somebody says to you, you know, and they're caught blatantly doing bullshit, you know, mistreating you, being dishonest, being inconsistent, you know, something out of the ordinary that's just not healthy for you as a person, you just leave them. You feel me? Especially like, and that's what I mean. I think it's so funny when I hear somebody 20 being like, oh, I just... I just can't deal with it. I just I just can't accept being heartbroken. I just got to make sure that I just like leave this person before they have a chance to hurt me. And I'm like, for what? What did you invest at 20 years old? What part of your existence is so tied up in this person that you're going to be totally dismantled and derailed? You're not. Get over it. Okay? Now, if you're somebody who's like 35 and y'all been married for 10 years and y'all got three kids together, yeah. You might take it personal if that lifetime partner starts acting like an asshole. That is kind of ridiculous, y'all. You know, but once again, some of these things, they get led into. I feel like if we pay more attention and if we're openly communicating, those types of things don't catch you off guard. Because you should start to see the signs of it starting to get off the path, right? So don't, don't disregard things like a bad mood that becomes a few weeks long don't disregard you know like maybe your partner isn't telling you something that they need this is where that honest communication comes in right some people say and this goes for men and women that they don't feel like their partner is affectionate enough that can lead to a disruption in in a partnership you know that's why i keep saying honest communication the same thing goes for friendship and for work relationships if you're not speaking on what you need there's a problem 
if your partner is not speaking on what they need, that's a problem. So you have to commit to that open and honest communication. Like, hey, you know, I need you to be present for me. And this is what I specifically need. If that person is really committed to you and your development, they should be willing to give that. And if they're not, that's when you leave. That's when you leave. You don't, you don't like hold on to something and say, well, maybe it'll get better once we've been committed longer. That's typically not the case. You have to love the person as they are. Don't expect change. Whoever they are is who they're going to be. Some people do change. I, don't get don't get me wrong. I do understand that. Some people do progress, but you should not enter with a relationship with that expectation of progress. You understand what I'm saying? And when it comes to you know work relationships, some of us are tied into having to work with the person. Um, so you may have to just deal with them in a different capacity. In that case, you just have to hold true and firm to what you need and what you believe. And don't let that person take you sideways. Don't let them affect your pocketbook, okay? But when it comes to friendship and relation and romantic relationships, we have choices about how deeply we are intertwined with people. Now, I'm the type of person, I don't like completely dismissing people from my life. And let me tell you why I have that happen. Because I trust a person to be who they are. I trust a person to be useful in my life as they are. Not as something else. What that means is every connection in my life has a potential purpose. We have a way of being useful to each other. Okay? Now, that doesn't mean that I talk to everybody with the same equivalence. Right? Not the same frequency either. So, I just personally don't cut people off unless their presence has the potential to do me harm. Even if I keep them in the back corner. Right, Because there are a few people that I've had to cut off. It doesn't happen often. But they were so disruptive and so chaotic, I couldn't have them even in the back corner of the room. Right? Those are the people that you cut off. Most people, keep them around. Everybody has a purpose and a potential for benefit in your life. So you shouldn't just write people off for every little thing. For every little not perfect thing. Right? Not everybody has to be your best friend. Not everybody has to be your lifetime partner, right? Some people are going to be temporarily close to you and then long-term, just an acquaintance. And that's okay, right? I, I end up doing business collaborations or like um, sharing information and gathering ideas with people that I'm not as close to now as I used to be. But we still communicate on that level enough to be able to be a benefit to each other. We're not a hindrance to each other. And as long as they don't try to disrupt what's important to me, I'll still communicate with them once in a while. It's not a problem. That's the habit that you should maintain. So the people who are closest to you, you should maintain open and honest communication about your needs and their needs. Whether it be friendship, work, or romantic relationship. And you should keep people into your life for the capacity that they are a benefit to your life. And the capacity to which you are a benefit to theirs. Everybody, this has been Word of a Rebel. Be sure to hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Word of a Rebel. Let me know your thoughts on this. Do you agree with me? Do you think maybe I'm crazy? Maybe there's some part of this that I should have maybe spoke about longer or more in depth. Let me know. Hit me up. Comments or message at Word of a Rebel. Peace.